0: Hello and welcome to In Your Business with the Daily Life Coach, Victor Young. I'm glad you're able to join me this week. Hopefully, you were able to check out our Mother's Day Tribute Podcast. If you missed our Mother's Day Tribute Podcast, you really need to check it out. Share it with anybody who you know is a parent or a child. I think we've all been either a child at some point. Even if we aren't a parent, it's cool stuff. Check it out. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil the whole podcast for you. Our reviews have been uh, pretty stellar. and uh, I've been told it's been the most solid podcast out of all three seasons. I'm just saying. Anyway, let's move on. To all you mothers out there, if you have a fledgling child, someone who's fledgling, flapping, failing in any manner, or even if you have a great child who you just want to get better, you want them to understand you. You want to bring down some walls, send them over the Mother's Day Tribute Podcast and say, Junior, I'd just like you to listen to this podcast as as a gift to me. Of course, you can listen to The Daily Life Coach on several different platforms. We have respect for the Android purist or Apple purist. So you can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, on our website at thedailylifecoach.com and several other syndicated RSS feeds. Thank you for everyone who's feeding our broadcast, by the way. We appreciate you sharing our content around the world. That's why we're here. Let's move forward. Today we're going to talk about what happens when everyone engages in society. We're going to talk about society, but then we're going to bring it down a little closer to home. First of all, let me explain what I mean by engaged. I think we all have worked at a company, whether it's a Fortune 500 company, whether it's a mom-and-pop business, or maybe even a startup. We've all worked somewhere at some point that we felt has had a little friction, a little drama. You know, you you get drama a few different ways. I'm going to give you an example, and we're going to bring it down a little bit. Right now, we have a very divided country. I think most of you would agree with that. We have a very divided country. I'm not going to pick a side because I don't want to piss off half my viewers, so I'm not taking a side tonight. I'm just saying our country is a little bit divided right now. I'd like to give you a, a small disclaimer first. When I choose a candidate for whatever it is, even if it's an HOA, a CDD, an ARB, it doesn't matter. When I choose a candidate, all the way up to the most powerful position in the world, the United States of America, president seat, POTUS, all the way up to the POTUS, I vote for the individual who I believe can do the best job for this country. Whatever that job may be at the time. Sometimes the job changes. Sometimes we need a statesman. Sometimes we need just a straight cowboy. Get a little straightened for us sometimes. Sometimes we need a bringer of peace. Sometimes we need someone who's a disruptor. Who can get us out of our comfort zones. Challenges to get better. We, sometimes it, it, just, it just depends on the state of the union. And what I feel the country needs. Now, that's my disclaimer. I haven't picked a president. haven't told you how I voted. Stop trying to guess. I don't want you to guess. Just listen to this podcast because I'm going to talk about the pitfalls of engagement. And how we can get ourselves in trouble if we're not paying attention when we start to engage as Americans. As citizens of the world. How's my Australians? My Aussies. How you guys doing? Thank you for listening. How's my peeps in Saudi? All the Saudi princes, princesses. I don't think I've met a Saudi princess, actually. Just Saudi princes. or are the princesses? I don't know. That's interesting. I'm going to Google that later. My friends in the UK. Hello. UK Jeff. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Our neighbors over to the north. My friends in Canada. Oh, Canada. Appreciate you guys. Love you listening. My friends in Central and South America. How are you? Thanks for sharing. I appreciate you. All right, we're we're going to get started here. So we're going to define engaged. Engaged means someone who cares enough about a group, a subject matter, a topic, an organization, an individual. They care enough, generally speaking, they're willing to fight. They may not even know how to fight. Have you ever had a fight before? I'm curious. If you've had a really good fight, I'd like to hear your story. Send me a little in message on one of my on Instagram or Facebook. Tell me about your best fight, even if you lost. I just like hearing about that stuff. I'm just that kind of guy sometimes. All right, back to business. Engagement. I've seen people who are completely disengaged in relationships, personal and professional, and it's about the worst thing in the world you can ever see. Someone who just doesn't give a damn either way. Whether you fail, whether you succeed, live or die, fired or hired, broker, rich, they just just don't care. They're just disengaged. They just want to do it the way they want to do it. Then you have your people who are just kind of in the middle. They're looking left and they're looking right to see what happens and see which way the pendulum of power swings and they're willing to go either direction. Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter. Black or white, it's just win or lose. That's the decision. Whoever's winning at the time, that's pretty much the direction they're headed. Then you've got the engaged. Sometimes you can have individuals who are disengaged, who are inspired to engage. Something triggers them. Almost like watching that show Snapped. She's at home baking cookies. And next thing you know, you're putting the lotion in the basket for her. Things get crazy. Something's in the box. What's in the box? Snapped. That's a level of engagement. Engagement is like leadership. People think when you hear the word leadership that something amazing is happening. Leaders can look like pretty much anything they want to look like. What I mean by a leader can be more than just Gandhi or Ronald Reagan. Or Abraham Lincoln. A leader can be Adolf Hitler. A leader can be a leader can be a lot of different people. David Koresh, Charles Manson. There's good leaders, there's bad leaders, there's and I guess it depends on who you are and what side you're on. Same thing with engagement. People can be engaged, but it doesn't mean they're engaged in a good way. But when you wake somebody up out of a coma and you engage them, When they wake up, they're going to wake up with the last piece of information that they went to sleep with. Good, bad, or indifferent, truth or lie, they're going to act on the last piece of information they took into their mind. Or maybe accumulation of that information over time. But whatever that last thing was that triggered them to to just, to just decide to engage to a level that they previously were unable to is determined by... That trigger. And we all have a trigger. I'm looking at uh, the political climate of this country. And we have people now that are engaged that have never been engaged. We have people that are engaged that have been been dead or dormant for decades who are now engaged. And I look at engagement as a good thing. It's a good thing. And the reason I name this podcast Pitfalls of an Engaged Society is because there's pitfalls to engagement. I'm glad you asked me the question. I'm going to repeat the question I was just asked. What are the pitfalls of an engaged society? Engagement means people care. It means they want to make change. We can all care about the same thing and have a million different ways to accomplish it that are so different that even though we're fighting for the same end result, we can break every dish in the kitchen getting there. We can just annihilate A corporation, an organization, a government, a family, a society, we can cause utter annihilation based upon how we engage, when we engage, and whether or not we're able to find some common ground along the way. Can we pull ourselves in the same direction and engage together? All right, it's time to go a little deeper. I think you're ready. Imagine this. I would say close your eyes, but you're probably driving right now because over 60% of our listeners actually listen while they're driving. The power of streaming. You're streaming along listening, and now you're starting to think about the people who are engaged in your company. You might label this engaged person as a rebel rouser, a troublemaker, an arch nemesis, an enemy, a rival. But in all actuality, You might just have someone who's engaged and you're speaking a different language along the way. You've chosen a different leadership path or style, different KPIs, different benchmarks, different best practices. You want the same thing, but you're just one degree off each other and it's causing immense friction. And I see it happen all the time. I recently had two departments who are truly engaged And the way that I can tell they're engaged is because they're just always fighting each other. It's a non-stop, all-out brawl. And the crazy thing is, when you listen to them speak, they both truly and genuinely want the same outcome. They want happy customers. They want to be successful. They want to make a good living. And they don't want drama at work. But how in the heck could you possibly say, I don't want drama at work? And every single time... You have a chance to avoid it. You have to engage. You just can't walk away. You know, if I take one more step, we're going to be completely immersed. We're going to be engaged in this issue. Or as they say, in the happy side of business, in the opportunity that we have before us. This is not a problem, Junior. Little chuckles. Chuck, this isn't a problem. This is an opportunity. So we're going to work together with this other teammate to resolve our opportunity here. Sometimes you just have some good old-fashioned crap. Just crap. It's not an opportunity. I know I felt that way sometimes. But unfortunately, the only way to take two individuals who are highly engaged and find a positive outcome is to drive right downtown, right down the middle of this opportunity, this crap, this issue. You can't walk around it. You've got to address it. There's more than one way. What I'm going to tell you today, you know what? Let me give you a disclaimer. The Daily Life coaches strictly for entertainment purposes only. Please do not reenact said opinions at home or in the workplace. All right, there's my legal disclaimer. But here's how I do things. Here's how I've handled things in the past. How can you resolve drama in the workplace when you just have people fighting and scratching who have the same sales goal, the same expense-cutting objectives, the same task of creating impressions and conversions, and customer acquisitions. And cutting logistic times. Improving quality. Improving care of service and health care. I mean, we all have the same mission, the same goal. And we're just fighting like cats and dogs. It's because we're engaged. We woke up finally. We woke up one day and said, that's enough. I'm ready to fight. And fight we shall to the death if we must. Well, I don't know about the death. But, you know, until someone's fired. Because we're playing career chicken with each other right now. We're playing reindeer games. If I can just get Dexter fired, this company's going to be a better place without him. Things get really uncomfortable when people engage. Especially those people who are passive, where they just, they just avoid drama at all costs. They just don't want to say anything and they just sit in the room until one day they just explode. They can't take it anymore. And then everyone's surprised. What's wrong with her? My like, gosh. She's acting like a meh. Engagement is so volatile. When people finally wake up and realize they have an opportunity to make their workplace amazing. Their personal life amazing. When they finally get enough courage to stand up and speak up and say what's on their mind for realsies. Instead of offering up shenanigans and just shaking their head, rocking each other to sleep every day saying, I agree with everything you're saying. Meanwhile, they don't. Meanwhile, they hate it. They're just boiling inside. They can't take it anymore. The worst thing you can do on the planet is agree with something. Or, I take that back. Is to tell someone you agree with something that you don't. And in the meanwhile, as soon as you walk away, you do something completely different. That's sabotage. That's terrorism. That's just not nice. And you know I love to be nice. Just who I am. I'm just a nice guy. It's not fair. If you don't agree with me, at least be man enough. To tell me. I know making eye contact is awkward sometimes. Especially for millennials. You can text it to me though and just put a really cool eye contact emoji. Let me see. Where's my phone? Is there an eye contact emoji? Let's see. Use the two eyes. That one works even. Just the two eyes. Like you see me and I see you. The only way that we can survive the awakening of engaged employees, society, organizations, families relationships in general, is to be able to be honest and at least tell each other why you're awake. Why are you awake? And if you don't know why you're awake, you might need to do more research. You might want to find out, now that I'm awake, what do I want to accomplish here? What side am I on? And here's why I'm on that side. But you know what? Just because you pick a side, don't be so set in your ways that you're unwilling to change your opinion. Because I've changed my opinion over time. And I wouldn't call myself a flip-flopper. Or a skip hopper. Sometimes I just get enough information. To make a new decision. A better educated decision. A wiser decision. And it's my prerogative. But the only way I can evolve. In the midst of engagement. Is to stay out of my feelings and my emotions. And that, and that runs both ways. i give you a couple examples. We have the people who. Feel that without them. The world would stop. The individuals that. They have to be the one to think of it. They have to be the one to invent it. They have to be the one to launch it. They have to be the one to bless it. Something about them has to be involved in the process for it to be a real, true, tried-and-true method. Without their intervention, it's just dookie. And there is a dookie emoji. It's that little chocolate pile. It's got the eyes in it. Everything in the world that's great does not begin with you. Or me. I like to think it starts with me, but I, I, I can't take that. I could take it, actually, but I'm just saying I, I can't claim that. Because I know it doesn't. Boy, that hurt for me to say that. But it's true. All great things don't start with V and in with Y. My name's Victor Young, just in case you just join me halfway through the podcast. That's the V-Y thing. Just helping you out. You know I hate dropping acronyms on people all the time and confusing them. I want you to stay engaged with this podcast, so break it down. Then you have individuals that pick sides based upon... They're like for people. There's people that I really, really like that really suck professionally. Personally, nicest people in the world. Really good cooks. Great to work out with. Great fishing buddies. Great conversationalists. Professionally, eh, they suck. Weak leadership skills. They're trying to impress everyone. They want to make everyone happy. And, you know, whatever. Whatever their weakness may be. They just have a weakness. They have something that just... In my opinion, you know, doesn't make them the best business person. Is that who I want to just hook my wagon to no matter what and say, this is my buddy and I will back his decision no matter what. No matter how bad it is, no matter how bad it is for the company, no matter how bad it is for the team, for our client base, for our budget. It's bad for everything, but I like him. We'll call him Bill. We'll call him Billy. Billy sounds a little nicer. Bill sounds so official. So Billy, I like Billy. Now this Chuckles guy... Chuckles is a pain in my butt. Old Chuck. Chuck. Chucks can be that way sometimes. I think if they're nice, they're they're Charlie. And if they're just a pain in the butt, they become Chuck. It's just my opinion. Anyway, what happens, guys? We We have these highly engaged individuals. Somewhat intelligent. Pretty smart people. But sometimes they make the wrong decisions on what they're engaged to. Because we lose sight because we tend to focus on the individual's along the way, instead of the mission. And this is one thing that I think has kept me ahead of the game for a long time. I keep myself mission ready. I keep myself mission minded. Meaning, I really like to focus on the end result of what I'm trying to accomplish. This always allows me to stay engaged in a way that keeps myself from clouding my judgment. It keeps my own personal gain and my own personal interest from influencing me to go one way or the other. Because just because it's good for me may not mean it's good for the rest of the team, rest of the company, rest of the organization, rest of the neighborhood, rest of the family. Fill in the blank. Whatever your situation is, whatever the group, organization, whoever it is you're dealing with, that you're engaged with, that you're struggling with and you know, and you just know there's good people attached on the other end. But the struggle is real. It can be dangerous. Just downright dangerous. When engaged people wake up. And they decide this is it. They bring a lot of passion, a lot of emotion, a lot of strength, physical, a lot of intellect. And if you have two individuals pulling in separate directions with the same goal, someone's going to break. So if you're a leader and you're standing by watching these highly engaged individuals pull each other in separate directions, they're basically anchored to your team. They're anchored to your wallet. They're anchored to your investment. They're anchored to your church. They're anchored to your school. They're anchored to your family. Drink it to your government. The longer you allow these individuals to pull themselves in separate directions, the more likely you are to see a catastrophic failure, aka chaos, major chaos. And at the end of the day, the individuals who are fighting for justice, peace, happiness, success, excellence, whatever it is they're fighting for, whatever it is they decide they're running at, they're charging at. They're going to make a sacrifice for. You need to make sure everyone is moving in the same direction. Because when your team wakes up. And they can. And they will. If you don't have them focused on the right things. They will tear your company apart piece by piece. The amount of torque that they will impose on the infrastructure of your organization. Will cause a catastrophic failure as it pulls it in two separate directions. And both of the and both of these individuals or all the individuals involved may be right to a sense or to a point. But even right when it's going in two separate directions can be very dangerous. The pitfalls of an engaged society are real. But let's let's talk about the upside. Let's talk about the reward if you're able to bring these individuals to the table and allow them to communicate, and talk through the challenges. Just think of the benefits if you're able to create a list, a list of things that you want them to remember every day as they move forward. And that list should be very short. It should be a very, very short list. That list should include some common elements that they can both focus on. It could be as simple as a keyword or a short phrase, a mantra, something that everyone involved can use to bring them together. And just think if you could find something to take off the table. What is one of the things that's separating our team, that's tearing our team apart right now? Hate, anger, jealousy, confusion, indifference. Sometimes there's a lack of respect for intellectual levels. Sometimes there's a lack of respect for those who don't put in as much time and energy. That's a big one. Whatever the disconnects are, if you're able to identify them and slowly mitigate the differences and then share the strengths and add them slowly. The strengths from the left, bring them to the right. The strengths from the right, share them with the left so that one day everyone has an appreciation for what they're able to bring to the table as they continually move forward to accomplish this common goal that we all share. When we're engaged And we're charged and we fight for this common goal. And we can actually get outside of ourselves. We can actually separate ourselves of the emotions and the burning desire for us to be the one to accomplish this thing. Because that's another pitfall of being engaged. When we engage, we say, I've got this. I am going to fix this. And if it was that easy, the last guy who engaged would have fixed it. Sometimes it takes multiple individuals to fix a problem when it gets to a certain size. Especially if you've got three people pulling to the left and one or two pulling to the right. You're going to have this constant ebb and flow. This constant pull outside of the center that you need to be on. And so you'll lose your ability to be targeted, to be precise, to be accurate. You're going to lose a lot of that. If you have an environment that has engaged teammates... The first thing I suggest you do is pull them in a room, pull out something to start writing with and start identifying what's broken and start identifying what's working and then find some common ground, find some common words, find some common themes and then everything you train, everything you release, everything you launch, everything you promote, make sure everyone's been trained and exposed to it, believes in it and is willing to be accountable for it. Don't let the pitfalls of an engaged society stop you from engaging your people. Whether you're a politician, a business leader, a religious leader, a community leader, family leader, whatever you are. Don't let those fights and the pitfalls of everyone engaging and growing and wanting to become better wear you out. Because it can if you allow it. Or you can harness this immense power and take the chaos and turn the chaos into victory. That's all I got for you this week, guys. Remember, check us out on iTunes. You should just subscribe. If you subscribe, you'll get it automatically. You won't have to come back and look for it. Make life easy on yourselves. Time to get automated, guys. You could miss this, and I would feel sorry for you. And if you're not finding something that's practical, that goes beyond motivation, that goes beyond inspiration, and really deep dives into the practicality with some solutions to fix things and grow, Then you're just kind of exciting yourself. And you know, hey, I've got nothing against self-excitement. I'm just saying. Sometimes you got to go beyond that. Sometimes you need something that provides practical day-to-day solutions on how you can get better. And that's what I try to do for everyone. If you try some of these things, and like I said, my legal department says this is for entertainment purposes only. Hypothetically, if you tried some of these things, what would happen if you inspired the engaged? You'd be some fortune top 1% company that's an acquisition target that people would love to go and fund and invest in. Your recruiting would be easy because you'd have individuals waiting outside your organization to get in. They would protect their position and fight for it. That'd be a beautiful thing. Give it a try, guys. This is season three of In Your Business with The Daily Life Coach, and I'm Victor Young, your host. Check out all of our previous episodes You've got to check out season one and two. We're currently in season three. And right now you can get all three seasons free of charge through the end of 2018, that is. And if you like a compiled CD of all of our episodes, we're going to have that on Amazon soon. You'll just be able to hop on Amazon and get an extended run CD of all of our episodes. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. And remember, live fearless, my friends.